This is a Sandy Boy Productions podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Why Is Everyone Yelling with Lindsay Hine. I'm your host, Lindsay, and I'm so grateful you're here today. My hope for this podcast is that it gives you some support, some community, maybe some laughs and some relatability in your parenting journey. I know some of the loneliest times in my life, as weird as it is because I was surrounded with little kids, was when my kids were just really small and I was alone with them a lot. I felt really lonely. So if you are walking through that, know that though it feels lonely, you, my friend, are not alone. And you, I believe wholeheartedly that you can do this. Now, today's episode, we talk about friendship a lot. I recently moved halfway across the country and uh, learning to make new friends as an adult in a new community has been interesting. I do think having my kids has made it a little bit easier because I have this common thread with other parents in my neighborhood and at school. Uh, But it's just something I've been thinking about a lot. So when I had the opportunity to interview Amy Arnold and Jessica Stanley, who are the co-founders of Card My Yard, I really wanted to talk to them about their friendship because they started this business, but first they were friends. And I think that that's a really important piece to this puzzle. And this is a topic I'm going to talk about a little bit more on the podcast as well, because I think oftentimes when we have anxiety or we feel lonely or anyway, life feels overwhelming in any way, um, connection and community and friendship is so important. And sometimes we push it away because everything feels like too much. But I think if we lean into that, it can help us. So Uh, Maybe this is just me encouraging you to reach out to someone today just for that connection, even if it's uncomfortable. Put yourself out there. So this is episode 79. And Amy Arnold and Jessica Stanley are my guests. They are both mothers of three. They founded the business Card My Yard. And over those past several years, They have turned this into a major franchise. They have over 500 franchises in the country, which is just incredible. And so we talk about friendship. We talk about building this business, where it came from and where their hearts are. And also they work with their husbands, which I wanted to hear a little bit more about as well. All four of them work together. It's a fun, lighthearted conversation. And I felt a deep connection to these ladies. I think you will too. Uh, The cool thing is that they have agreed to sponsor the podcast for six episodes, which is huge for me because this is still a relatively new show. And I really believe in what they're doing with Card My Yard. And if anybody wants to make their family feel special or their friends feel special or their kids, whoever, get a Card My Yard for their birthday or anniversary or big celebration. And the cool thing is, is you can order this for your family who might not even live in the same state as you. This is such a great way to celebrate special occasions. And also, you are supporting Jessica and Amy and all these amazing franchise owners around the country. How cool is that that they've created these jobs for so many people? So if you have an occasion to celebrate coming up, use the code CMY5Y and receive $5 off your next order with Card My Yard. 
So that's CMY, the number five, and the word Y, W-H-Y, CMY5Y. That'll be in the show notes at sandyboyproductions.com. I'll also put it on our, a link to it on our Instagram as well at why is everyone yelling? Uh, so you can just like access that information super easily and use that code for $5 off. Uh, so yeah, go follow us on Instagram so you can make sure you get that reminder. It's just why is everyone yelling? And then personally, my Instagram is lindsayhine626. I'd love to connect with you over there. Uh, All right, friends, I really hope you enjoyed this conversation on friendship, entrepreneurship, and more with Amy and Jessica. All right. Well, today on the podcast, we have Amy Arnold and Jessica Stanley on the show. Welcome to the show, ladies. Hi, it's so great to be here. Thanks for having us. We're so excited to talk to you. Okay. You all are in Texas, right? We are. We are in Austin, Texas. We are in amazing Austin, Texas. (laughs) Please come visit, but don't move here. (laughs) It's growing so fast here and it's just an awesome place to be. That's what everybody says, right? Well, you know, listen, I just moved to Raleigh, North Carolina and from Indiana and I'm one of like many people that are making this move to a warmer climate and Raleigh is like kind of a hotbed of activity in regards to that. Like I feel like what's happening here is what was sort of happening in Austin like 10 years ago when everybody was moving there. So every time I meet new people, I'm like, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like you have to apologize for moving to their state. (laughs) Yeah. Like I'm one of the people that are making this real estate market so crazy and, you know, like just making it more crowded here. Part of the charm of Austin is that it's laid back and cool and there's a outdoor scene, hiking, lakes, getting around town. And some of that gets taken away when it gets really congested because you can't get around the city to see all the cool parts of it. So that's why we say that. (laughs) I've been twice. I came down once for the running event with my running podcast. And then um, I did a girl's trip one weekend as well. I think I had two kids at the time. I just did not know what was ahead of me these next, the next like six years. I was just living wild and free with my two kids. Right. <laughs> Do you all live in the city or are you on the outskirts in the suburbs or what, what does that look like? We live just outside of our address is Austin, but, okay. um, we're about 20 minutes to downtown. So we're not far. We're kind of sandwiched right between Lake Austin and Lake Travis. So it's not a terrible view. <laughs> no, it's so beautiful. We say every day to our kids as we're driving home, please look to the left and right. This is not normal. It yes. is so gorgeous where we live rolling hills. We definitely have that hill country view where we are. I love that you say that to your kids. You know, we have become road trippers, like hardcore since moving because it's a 10 hour drive home and we, it's like flying six people is so expensive. We just always drive and, um, you drive through the mountains and it's really beautiful. And our kids are, we don't do a ton of screens, but I'm always just like, look up, like, look at these mountains. You could just have your head down in a screen this entire drive and not even see this beauty. So I love that you say that you bring that up on your like daily life with them. Daily. We both, we both do with our kids. We're like, look at the beautiful lake that you get to experience every day that we drive to and from school. (laughs) You have, yeah, you'll, you'll realize how great this is when you get a little bit older too. Um, so tell us a little bit about your friendship and your families. How did you all meet? So 
My husband, Josh, and I are native to the Austin area, but we moved from the suburb of Round Rock to where we are now in Northwest Austin. And um, I was looking for friends. I was a mom with three kids at home and a husband who traveled a lot. And I quickly plugged into a group called Ask. It's ASK, After School Kids, and it's run by Community Bible Study. And that is where I met new friends. You have to kind of date friends when (laughs) you don't have a husband around, you know, on the weekends and stuff like that. And so Jessica took me in real quickly. So we we, um, met at Bible study and um, shared a bond of having three kids and wanting to work and wanting to kind of hustle and still have um, something that we're contributing to other than just, you know, nap times and snacks and going on play dates with kids. And so we quickly kind of bonded over that and she, she took me in. <laughs> so, um, and now we've been, um, we've been here, I guess, nine years. Um, and um, we, I still have those same friendships that I met those, that first six months we were here. So it was a really big blessing to us and our family. Yeah. I was um, leading with a friend of ours in the neighborhood. Um, we were just getting started with this after-school kids Bible study for um, for kids in the neighborhood. And so uh, we had a prayer meeting and um, we were just praying for the ministry every week. And Amy showed up to one of the prayer meetings and we actually had a mutual friend that she used to go to church with. So that was kind of our initial connection. You know, it's like, everyone knows everyone. Um, and so we played the name game and realized that we had a mutual friend. Um, and so that's really how our friendship got kicked off. Yep. How did you, Amy, <laughs> like, how did you find out about this program? We had um, a family friend that lived in another part of Austin that was running it's, they have little satellite locations. Mm-hmm. They really want to minister to particular neighborhoods. And so we had another friend that lived about 30 minutes away and she was running her little satellite Um, ask program. And she said, there's one in your area. And I know the director and you would just love her. And they're just trying to get it started. And you can plug in real quick because they need people and they're going to ask you to work. So, (laughs) And so I had about a 10 minute call with her. um, And I was like, I'm doing it. This sounds like a way for me to meet people. They all have kids. They're, you know, they're meeting when my older kids are at school so I can bring the little one with me. And so I jumped in real quick and, um, they used me. I, I, (laughs) they always need volunteers. I taught second grade the first year I was in there. So, oh my gosh, I love it. Um, do you feel like it's easier? I, I feel like it might be a little bit easier to make mom friends when you have little littles, if you're like going to play dates and stuff. Oh, yeah. You're in the trenches. You're in the trenches. I mean, you can show up at Chick-fil-A, you can show up at the park, you can show up, you know, at kid drop off for your older kids. And then the moms just hang around and they're like, do you want to go grab a coffee and let the kids run around? I mean, it's just, I think it's way easier to make mom friends when you have littles. I know, you know, it's, I was recently ish at the park and I had, I think I had my three little kids with me and my big, my biggest was playing soccer at the, you know, up in the field. And there was this group of moms, there was probably like six of them and they all had like babies and toddlers And my youngest is three and a half now. And I like, I felt like a true outsider. 
I was like, oh, I'm the mm-hmm. old mom. Like I'm the I like I don't <laughs> I'm not relatable anymore because I have a big kid. Like my oldest is almost ten, and I kind of just sat there and like I could have walked up to them and made conversation. I've been there, done that for years, right? Um, but I kind of just like, oh is this is different now. Like they're all connecting over this brand new thing that they have together. Right. Mm-hmm. And, yes. and navigating it now. And obviously I've moved as well. So I'm like in a new town and I'm looking for new friends, but they might look at me as this older mom. And I put that in quotes. And I just kind of mean <laughs> my kids are a little bit older um, and see me as like, Oh, she probably already has her crew. Like she has her people. She doesn't need us, you know? Well, it's that, or they're looking to you going, gosh, I really wish she would come over and hang out with us because she probably has a lot of wisdom to share with us new moms that, you know, are in the trenches and aren't sleeping and don't really know what they're doing with sleep training. And that's all a of that. really good so, point. Yeah. We each have three kids. Mm-hmm. Mine are really spread apart. So my oldest is 17. So oh, wow. talk about feeling like an old mom. <laughs> um, and I am a young mom to have a 17 year old. So it's a, it's a weird juxtaposition that, that whole dynamic, but so I have a 17 year old and then I have a 13 year old girl, she's in middle school. And then I have a second grade eight year old son. So we have one in every school and you're talking about making friends with your kids. We have three sets of friends. We, we kind of made friends with each of those kids age groups, which is really cool. And some of them, you know, have, kind of diverged because they'll have two kids and about the same age, but you kind of make friends with your kids, friends, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, that's been cool to have kids in each school in each walk of life We're we're teaching them how to drive and we're teaching them how to read at the same time. So. <laughs> so my kids are 13, 11 and nine, 13 year old girl, and then two younger boys. Um, and on it, we actually just moved to a new school outside of our neighborhood, um, two years ago. And so you were asking about making friends with the younger, the younger families. And I feel like that's definitely the case. I've got one in middle school and two in elementary, and it's been way easier to plug in with the families and moms in elementary. And I think part of that is because there's so many more activities. There's so many things that are going on that don't happen in middle school, right? We're, we're teaching our kids to, to grow up and they don't need us as much in middle school. So you tend to not kind of converse with the middle school families. They drop kids off and go. We're the play it cool mom. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then the younger mom, you know, the middle school or elementary school, they're like, let's hang around. Let's go have coffee. Let's playing something for the kids. They're still in that play date phase. So it's, it's interesting too. Cause even with my oldest only being nine, I still think like that though. Like when people do the play dates, I'm like, I'm still in the, like, we're going to soccer. We have all these, you know, we have other things happening. That being said, I still love to meet up and like, you know, do those things. And my big kids can run the neighborhood. I can hang out with you with your littles and my littles and my big kids can run the neighborhood. Talk to me real quick about, um, that piece that you said, I really liked. It's like your middle school kids are kind of doing their own thing a little bit. And you said, play it cool, mom. It's like, that is what we want, right? We want to raise kids that are Mm -hmm. independent and can do their own thing. And that's kind of the phase of life that they're in. Like they're pushing away and that's normal and natural, but has that been hard for you guys? It is hard. I feel like there's, there's some days where it's harder than others, even like, um, 
getting lunches ready in the morning, just a small example of something. It used to be chaos in the morning because I'm packing three different lunches and this kid likes this and this one likes this. Everybody has their particular things they like. Even this morning, I found myself getting stuff ready and making coffee and getting everybody ready. And my daughter, who's in middle school, has hers completely packed from the night before because she's a type A. (laughs) And can I help you? She's like, I got it, mom. And I'm like, no, really, can I help you? And she's like, no, I got it. I got it. And part of me is like, just ask me for help. I just want to say, do you you need anything? You need a juice box? You know, anything? Yeah. (laughs) So it's hard to kind of let go of not having them say, you know, I need you sometimes where when you have little bitties, you're like, please don't need me for a second. (laughs) One second. (laughs) So, you know, but it's good. We we were talking about that yesterday. Actually, Jessica and I were on a flight and we said, we're, we're raising them to fly little baby Mm -hmm. bird. So you want them to leave the nest and you want them to fly, but that's so hard. It is. So do you think it's hard? I don't, my oldest is a little bit more dependent than others. Probably. I don't know. I just, for her, it's, she still needs us a lot, (laughs) (laughs) Um, which I love, you know, sometimes you're like, okay, you're 13. You need to, you should be doing this on your own. But then I remind myself that this is not forever. And when she doesn't need me, it's going to make me really sad. (laughs) It's such a short amount of time that they're in your house. And so just trying to cherish every moment that we have. And yeah, I think that too, like you're saying your 13 year old still needs you a lot. And then Amy, you were saying that your daughter is more independent. And it's like, I think that that's another thing that we have to remind ourselves as parents too, is that kids just move at different paces. That's right. Yeah. You can't put them in this box of you're 13. You should be independent and you should be doing all of this on your own. Every kid is so different. Um, and every family is different, right? So, um, her still needing me as a 13 year old, I'm okay with (laughs) just yesterday, actually just this week, our, our big boys. So our school's like about, it's about a half mile from here. And our, our big boys are seven and nine and they ride their bikes to and from school on their own, super independent. And then they kind of like play with their friends after school. They don't practice right away. And, the other day I was like, can you guys please just like come home first and just like touch base and eat a snack and talk to me for like 15 minutes because I love that they run the neighborhood and it's like the families that they're, you know, they're running around with these different kids. It's great. But I I just like they were all four because my littles were home too, just sitting at the counter, eating a snack, talking to me. And even that 15 minutes, I was like, this is the best thing ever. My husband's upstairs on a call. He can hear me and he's probably thinking, oh my gosh, like why do you, why are you so like touchy feely about this? But it's so <laughs> meaningful to me to just have that like touch base and it's quick. Mm-hmm. And that's when they kind of like unfiltered tell me random things about their day. Whereas if they go straight to playing and they don't come home for like an hour or so, they're like, you know, already off to the next thing. I used to tell my oldest when we got in school and I, and I don't continue this anymore. This is when I had one that was in school. We'd get in the, the car after school and I'd say, before you get out of the car, you have to tell me three things about your day, three facts. But that was like, again, knowing him, he, he's not a spiller of the beans. Like he doesn't want to tell you all <laughs> the things. And so I had to pull it out of him. Whereas my daughter will get in the car and just, you know, give it to you. She's like, so I, I used to say that, like you're talking that little touch face so important. I'm like, you have to tell me three things about your day before I'm going to let, I'm going to let you get out. (laughs) I love it. I know. And we don't have that car time since they ride their bikes, which I love that they ride their bikes, but we don't have that. Like, 
you know, car time, they always say like, don't let your kids have screens on those like 15 minute car rides or whatever, because like, that's your, that's your time when you can get them talking. And we actually took the boys to get shoes, uh, last Friday after school. And we don't normally all get in the car together right after school. But I mean, the amount of information my nine-year-old handed over to us in that 15 minute car ride was more than because you're talking like you're not talking face to face. So they kind of feel more comfortable just like spilling it out. Mm-hmm. I agree. Must be something with the nine-year-olds because my nine-year-old just talks and <laughs> he'll tell me all the things about all the kids, the school where my kids are at, it's K through 12th. And so they see the big kids, they see the little ones. I mean, there's a story for everyone. <laughs> I love it. Um, so what is your, like, what would your advice be or your message be to people looking to form friendships or connections? I mean, I love Amy, how you were like, I'm just going to go to this place and see where I can plug in. I think that's hard to do. You have to be vulnerable, right? Like I have a running group that I started in my neighborhood. It's like anybody can show up 7am. We run whatever pace. And I posted on the neighborhood Facebook page. Don't overthink it. Just come. Because people be overthinking, right? Right. Yes. I would say that just moving to a new school where we knew no one, um, I had to force myself to go to some things that I didn't necessarily want to go in because I'm not, I'm not one of those can just, that can walk in a room and just go up to people. I like to have a wingman. So I'm like, okay, if it's, if it's something that my husband can come with me to, then I'm, I'm great. But if I have to go solo, I'm so nervous. I'm like, okay, looking at my clock, how long, how long is this going to (laughs) be? Is anybody going to talk to me? But I think you're right. Like you just have to be vulnerable and you've got to just have that confidence to walk in and say, okay, I've got to just go to one thing. Maybe I'll make one friend. Um, and maybe I'll get invited to something else where I can meet other friends, but going back to, you know, meeting people with littles, I think that we're all in such this a similar stage of life that it makes it a lot easier. You immediately have this connection of kids and activities and all of that. So I think that that definitely makes it a lot easier. So I am a huge people person. Mm-hmm. I've been like this since I was a child. My mom used to say that she had to limit me to one play day today all the time. I just, <laughs> I love people. I love being around people. And so when we had little kids and you're at home a lot and you don't get a lot of adult interaction, I found myself feeling differently about things. I don't know. And so I think my biggest advice to somebody about meeting people is like, just say yes, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. whatever somebody asks you to do, you can easily make an excuse not to go, but say yes and see one person a day. Just get out and see, (laughs) even if it's going to the grocery store and saying hi to somebody, like just, just say yes. I love that. Um, Last piece on this. The other day, a neighbor friend texted me. She was going to this like flower exhibit at this art museum in the middle of the day. All my kids were at school. My little boys go nine to one. And I was like, oh gosh, a flower exhibit at an art museum. That is so (laughs) not my thing. (laughs) But I really like this woman. She lives three houses up. And I was like, okay, Lindsay, you don't have an interview on your calendar. Yes, you were planning to do a little bit of work during that time, but like you are free. You are available. Go to the damn art exhibit. <laughs> and I went and we walked around and we get to number number 19, uh, exhibit 19. And I, I thought there was 20 exhibits and I was like, okay, we did it. I paid attention. I was interested. I tried really hard to be in the moment. 
And then I turned the page and there was 43 exhibits. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, oh gosh. But all that being said, it was really fun. It's such an easy way to get to know my neighbor who I had met several times, but never had like one-on-one conversation with her. What And like, you know, we rode together and, you know, this is like dating. Like you said, it's like totally dating. But I very easily could have just been like, oh, you know what? Like art museums are not my thing. But I was, I said yes. And that's what I literally posted about it the next day on social media. I was like, I am in the business of saying yes right now. I think for like in our culture, we have a lot of people telling us like, don't over schedule yourself, have boundaries. And that is so important. But I do think, and I know this term is overused, seasons, there is a season to say yes, right? Shonda Rhimes, she wrote that book like (laughs) Year of Yes. I don't know if any of you read it, but um, especially if you're an introvert or someone like that, like it's just so easy to default to not today or it wasn't in my schedule, so I'm not going to do it. So I feel really strongly about that. The other side of that is like, they took the time to invite you, you know, that they probably could have invited any of their super close friends. Cause that would have been a lot easier for them as right. well. So I always think about that too. It would have been so much more comfortable for them. Like we had to do the whole, like, you know, just ask random questions about your life in the car. And it actually wasn't awkward at all, but it could have been, you know, like awkward silences, right. <laughs> all those things. Hey friends, a quick break to share with you about a new product, a new sponsor for this podcast that I am loving, Portland Bee Balm. Beyond the amazing quality of their balm, Portland Bee Balm is committed to creating sustainable products, which is hugely important to me. They are members of 1% for the planet, which means they donate 1% of revenue to organizations tackling our planet's most pressing environmental issues. This is so cool. Products that are useful, natural, and add value to people's lives and the world. Portland Bee Balm provides the best hydration for your lips with clean and simple ingredients. Since I put balm on my lips multiple times throughout the day, it is so important to me that the products I'm using are clean and effective. Portland Bee Balm has so many different varieties of scents, but my favorite is the Organ Mint. The ingredients they source and the packaging they use all support health and well-being to the environment and community. So awesome. Friends, go to portlandbeebalm.com and use the code SANDYBOY for 20% off your first order. All right, back to the show. Okay, so out of your friendship you all have developed a business, which I think can be scary territory because friendship first, right? So first, tell us about who came up with the idea. Your business is Card My Yard. People have probably seen it in yards around their neighborhoods because you have franchises all over the country. But can you tell us about the birth story of that and how you walked through that with, you know, friendship being the centerpiece? I think as we we've talked about, we, we look back on our friendship. It's been cool how God has, he's put moments in our life that are the same. And mm-hmm. so we've always kind of needed the same thing at the same time, which is not everybody's story. Um, when our kids were little, we both needed a job that we could work at during nap time. And when the kids were going down for bed, and that's kind of the origin story of how we put together card my yard. We were like, what can we do? 
that we can work for two hours during the middle of the day and schedule and, you know, get our life organized. And then at night when our kids go to bed, we can go, you know, get to work. Mm -hmm. So, so that was the same for us. We both had nap times, you know, just as easy as that. Um, we both were celebrating our kids' birthdays. We wanted to do something. There's tons of moms just like us. We wanted to make our kids' birthday super special. And so that's kind of where we started brainstorming. What can we do? I'm sure there's other moms just like us Mm -hmm. that want to celebrate their kids that we can serve those moms. I think one of the differences of, you know, running a business with a friend is that Amy and I's friendship was not you know, a 10 year long history before, you know, they always say like, don't go into business with your friends. Um, I think our story is a little unique in the sense that Amy and I had only been friends for a few months. A few months. Oh, wow. We were still getting to know each other. Um, when we came up with this idea, you know, again, we, we met at this Bible study that had just started meeting. Um, and so we didn't have this long history. We kind of jumped in as friends, and then started a business very quickly after that. Um, our husbands, I don't think had even met. No. And the, the first <laughs> night that we got together to really brainstorm and we laughed, we wish we still had this sheet of paper, but I went over to Amy's house and I pulled out a sheet of paper and I wrote the alphabet down and I'm like, okay, well, we know, we know what letters we need for happy birthday, but what if we wanted to spell Brooks or Walker? What, what, what letters, how many A's are we going to need? And we went through the alphabet and wrote how many letters we thought we would need for each. Um, and it was that night that I met your husband and th- they had, they were like, what are y'all doing? What, what, <laughs> <Yeah>. What's happening? <laughs> Who are these people? <laughs> That's so funny. So. Who's okay. Who's the dreamer and like, who's the dreamer and the like big, exciting, like, yes, I want to do all the things in your relationship with the friendship. And then in your marriages. I would say I'm, I'm the person that will be like, okay, I got this idea. I don't know how we're going to do it, but I got this idea and I'll just dump ideas. <laughs> like, and then I'm the one that I'm like, I'm like, okay, wait, I got to get a sheet of paper and I've got to <laughs> write down all of the steps of how we're going to actually get there. Like just my mind starts running. I'm like, we gotta, we gotta make spreadsheets. And <laughs> so and what's interesting about that is that's how it is in my marriage too, is that I'm like, all right, same thing with card my yard. I go, I go to Josh and I say, I've got this idea. And he's like, all right. And I'm like, and it's going to do this. And we're going to do this. And it's going to be amazing. And he's like, well, we'll walk that out. Like, <laughs> what does that cost? And what's your timeline? And show me your business strategy. And I'm like, no, no, no. It, that, we don't need any of that. <laughs> Too many details. <laughs> I resonate so yeah. much. I'm like, I just want to hand somebody all of the ideas and say, can you execute? Like, and then yeah. I'll have fun with it once you've executed it. Like I'll market mm-hmm. it. I'll do all the fun stuff. But like, I need you to take the steps over for me. That's hard as a dreamer. Right. So Jessica is amazing at being just driven and a doer. And so she's like, all right, I totally know how we're going to do that. <laughs> I love that. I like that. to rein things in a little bit. <laughs> okay. So what did those like first few months, like you business were open just in Austin. Like what did that look like? How did people place orders then compared to now? I know it's like a super easy system on your computer. You choose your location and all those things, but I'm sure in those early days, it was like so much more like pulling up by your bootstraps. Like, you know, were people sending you order forms? What did that look like? 
So initially we wanted to celebrate our kids, our birthdays, but I will say that we were a little nervous to just jump into all of that. So we actually started Card My Yard in October. Um, it was around Halloween. It was the beginning of October and you're a mom. So you, you've probably seen the little boo bags where people will go and they'll boo your neighbor. So we're like, let's start with our, let's just start small. Let's just print the letters boo little monster graphic, little Frankenstein, and then we'll sell it for $15 on a website that no we delivery, had, no delivery <laughs> That's right, all over the city of Austin. For fifteen dollars, <laughs> we were calling it marketing. We're calling it marketing. Yeah. So we started with that, and we got a couple of orders in our neighborhood, and um, then we started getting. And, and a lot of the orders initially came through from our friends. They're like, "You're starting this business. We'll support you," which we were so grateful for. Um, but then orders started coming in, and we had no connection to these people. How do they find and then you? We started word of mouth. And we had a website from the beginning. Yeah, we've always had a website. We used like a a pre-built template template website. Mm -hmm. It was very limited on what we could do with it, including we couldn't automatically add delivery fees or Mm -hmm. anything like that. Yes. (laughs) It was one price. Here you go. I mean, we would try to charge delivery fees and we'd send people an email and say, please pay your $10 delivery fee. (laughs) And they wouldn't. And we'll show up and say, here's your yard greeting. Right. (laughs) Um, So you know, we started getting orders around the city of Austin. Um, and then we started getting requests for, can you do this for a birthday? Can you do this for an anniversary? And so at that time we kind of thought maybe we're onto something, maybe we can do something bigger than this. So we printed a few sets of letters and a few different colors, um, and really just started with that. Um, and so that was in 2014 when we launched card my yard. Um, a few months, no, a few years later, when it started growing to a point where we couldn't support all of the locations, um, we decided to start franchising. So we kind of pushed pause on our business in 2017 and um, became a registered United States franchise and now have just over 500 locations across the country. That's incredible. Yes. Thank you. We love it. Do people in a specific city who are like looking to do card my yard and they don't see it in their city, they could reach out or like apply and be like, we want to have a franchise here. And then they run that franchise and they have to like do it the same way you guys do it. What does that look like? We give them basically a business in the box. That's what we say is um, we set them up for success from the beginning. They can find the link on our website called own a franchise. Um, they go through our system. We interview them. They interview us. If it's a fit, they can buy a franchise and we send them a preset kit of what they need to do many, many yards a night. Um, and then we have a training program called CMYU. It's an independent platform that we use for training. Um, we have an operations team now we've really grown up. (laughs) We have, um, lots of tools that we built to make sure that our brand looks the same in each city that it's in. So we have a lot of customers that book a yard greeting in Austin for their family. And then they want to send a yard greeting to another family member in New Jersey. So we want them to have that same 
um, that same service, that same look and feel across the country, no matter where you are. You know, I actually love that idea even better than just like doing it in my own yard for my kids. I love the idea of like surprising my niece or nephew and it just showing up in their yard. Yes. You get to book your order online on our, on our website and then you do know what you do no work. The franchise owner comes, they set up the yard greeting, um, hopefully in stealth mode so they don't get caught and then they get to enjoy it for 24 or 48 hours. And then we come back and pick it up and you get all the credit. <laughs> Both of us have experienced what it's like to not be able to be there on a birthday for our family. My parents went about five years living in Florida. They've always lived in Austin. They've always lived in my back door where I could go over there and say hi. But for about five years, they lived in Florida. And during that time, I was able to send them a card in my yard because we had a franchise owner um, that was a few minutes away from where my parents lived. So just really cool to be able to celebrate and feel like I'm there with them when I couldn't be. And I always have been. Um, so, and they would call and say, it was like you were in my front yard (laughs) (laughs) and like anniversaries too. Like, I love the idea of like, if your parents have like a 50th wedding anniversary or something like that, just, I mean, my mom would be so embarrassed, but you know, deep down people love it. They do. They They love it. They do. It, and it brings in their neighborhood to celebrate with them. Um, so cute. My mom would say, oh, my neighbor came by. She found out it was my birthday because a sign was out there and she brought me cookies or just stopped by to say hi and wish me happy birthday. They wouldn't have known otherwise. So. I love it. I know. I was just actually, when I was thinking about this interview, I was thinking about that. Like if we had the sign in our front yard, because um, we get a lot of walkers and runners by our house in the mornings. And I'm like, oh my gosh, how special would my kids feel if like random neighbors were telling them happy birthday because they saw the sign? Yes, that's what happens. Oh, that's so good. 50 franchises. Tell me how you guys like manage, like, do you guys have like retreats or like, like yearly Zoom calls with all your business owners that have their franchises? What does that look like? So we have a conference. It's our annual franchise conference every year. It's called Card Friends, um, (laughs) play on words. And so um, we actually just hosted our um, annual conference in January here in Austin for our franchise owners. And it's really a way for our franchise owners to connect, to learn. We have trainings, we have guest speakers, um, but ultimately we want them to connect with each other. We have such a huge network. They, um, they want to get to know each other and share tips and tricks and, um, you know, how they're doing in business and what new, we usually do new product rollouts at, um, card front. So we, we host that every year. Um, every year it's been in Austin. So can you believe it? Like we cannot, <laughs> it was an overwhelming year for us because we had to do a virtual card fronts in 20. 20- 21. Yes. I'm trying to think back in 2021, we did a virtual card print. So we also added 250 locations in the year that we were together and then virtual. And then we came back together in 2022. So to see the population of people almost triple the just visually to see that many more people in a room was overwhelming and really, really cool. So you grew a ton during COVID. We did. We did. Okay. Tell me about that. (laughs) We were the only way that people were celebrating. You know, we, we were already doing, you know, drive-bys and um, drive-by birthday celebrations for, um, for people, but 
it, it truly was the only way that people were celebrating and talking about sending a card my yard to a loved one across the country that happened more than we'd ever seen before as well. Um, and so, yeah, it was crazy growth. Um, not just from customers, but also from an influx of new franchise owners. Um, lots of people switching careers, mm-hmm. um, lots of people deciding that their priority should be, you know, being there for their family more often. So they wanted a job that they could take their kids with them to do a setup or, um, they could have their kids work with them in a lot of cases like we've done before. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, um, we saw a lot of that too, people kind of switching gears and wanting a job that's more flexible, which we provide. What time do people would do? Cause they like put them out at night. So it's like a surprise in the morning, right? What time, what are the hours that people usually card yards? We have seen a shift in that too, because prior to COVID being, you know, any, anything on the horizon for anyone, we were a strict set amount and at night, you know, between six and 9 PM. And it's a surprise in the morning, um, with the huge influx of orders, it was not physically possible for our franchise owners to be able to do as many as they were doing in that window of time. And so they were like emailing customers. Can I, can I come at two? Mm. Can you hide your kids away? Can you shut the blinds? I'll have it set up and you'll have it for a, a longer amount of time, same price. Um, and so we saw, yes, that's great. And mm-hmm. how flexible customers are. And so we've seen a lot of our franchise owners stick to that. And they've kind of gone into, I'll set up while your kids are at school and it'll be home when it's, you know, when they get off the bus or when they walk home from school, they can see it as a mm. surprise. So we've seen some flexibility in hours, even for setup. And that's, that's cool for our franchise owners to be able to make it their own and what fits in their schedule. Hey friends, are you looking for a way to celebrate Mother's Day and also support a really awesome organization, the Donna Foundation, which helps people walking through a breast cancer diagnosis? They put on races throughout the year and this year they have a Mother's Day 5K. I'm participating in it here in Raleigh. If you would like to come join me, it's Saturday, May 7th. If you are local to Jacksonville, Florida, you can just do it there. They have an 8 a.m. start time and all of the proceeds go to benefit the Donna Foundation, which is an organization I've aligned with and partnered with for the last four years. So start your Mother's Day weekend off right with a 5K. You can run it. You can walk it. You can try to run your fastest time. You can run with your friends. You can walk with your neighbors, however you want to do it. But start your weekend off with this awesome celebration supporting breast cancer survivors and those walking through a diagnosis. Go to mdyw.breastcancermarathon.com. Use the code Lindsay10 for 10% off your registration. And again, hit me up. I'm lindsayhine626 on Instagram if you are local here to the Raleigh area and come do this great virtual run with me. I would love to have you join me. I'm going to recruit some of my neighbor friends to join us as well. So that'll be fun. mdyw.breastcancermarathon.com. Dedicate this race to someone you love. Use the code Lindsay10 for 10% off your registration. All right, friends, back to the show. I'm assuming there are different sizes too. So like what, what is the price range like for a typical, like, I just want happy birthday Marshall or something. And then like, how big do you get? Like, do you, do you have huge card my yards? I'm sure you said you roll out new designs at 
card fronts. So um, what is that like? <laughs> yeah. So we have um, a, a standard happy birthday, you know, walker in somebody's front yard. Um, that's sort of the bread and butter of what we do. We celebrate a lot of birthdays. Um, but we also have other products called super signs. And so you could say happy birthday and it, maybe it's somebody's 50th birthday and the 50 will be almost two and a half times the size of the happy birthday. So it really stands out. We really want the, the neighbors to know you're 50. <laughs> um, and then recently we rolled out a new product product called celebrate. And, um, this is so that you're yard greeting can be illuminated day or night. Um, so these signs are illuminated and they have different colors and they're just a new, um, we're trying to always be innovative. We want our customers to always have options when they come back. Cause we have a lot of repeat customers. So every year we're trying to come up with some new product that a customer can change it up. So when they go back and look at their photos year over year for their kids, it's something a little different. So you started the business like nap time thing. I remember back in the day when I launched my first podcast, I did so much nap time working so much after they go to bed working like I things I would never do now. Like I am not working at 9, 10 p.m. now. I just like I'm not willing to do that. But at that time in the like infant stages of this thing I was really passionate about, that's those are the hours I had. I wasn't making any money. So like I couldn't just be like, I'm going to hire all this child care so I can work on this cute little podcast that I want to launch. You know, it was like, get someone down for a nap, interview, you know, edit. And, you know, it was just all when they were sleeping. So um, I'm curious, this like, you know, maybe four or five hour a day project that you had, like, are you working full time now? I know your kids are in school now. So, you know, the older your kids get, those daytime hours get a lot more flexible. But you were kind of doing the part-time stay-at-home mom thing. What does that look like now? Well, as you know, just from, you know, like you said, you're not making all this money in the beginning. In the beginning, every dollar we made, we put back in the business. We added inventory. We added locations. We we really invested back in our business. And so we had hours that were conducive to our kids' schedules, but we were working full time. It just mm -hmm. looked a little different. It was, sure. you know, early mornings, take a break, nap time, take a break, work till one o'clock in the morning sometimes. Oh I mean, gosh. we really were, you know, working, we were burning at both ends for a long time. Um, and so that, that really, you know, was the way that we got by. We, mm -hmm. we made it work when we could. Um, we are working full-time now. Um, we are in the office. We have been blessed to be able to hire um, 15 um, employees for Card My Yard that work for Card My Yard Corporate now, which is awesome. So we can kind of have help and new found energy for certain areas of our business. So that's really cool. We've been able to grow that way. So while we're still full-time, Amy and I are able to leave and go pick up kids. And as she mentioned, it just looks a little different with our full-time schedules. We get here early um, after dropping kids off at school, and then we pick them up, get them home, get homework started, and get back to work. So, um, you know, when you own your own business, you don't really ever completely shut it down. <laughs> so... Yeah, it's so nice to have that flexibility too, to just say like, no, I'm going to go pick my kids up from school if I can, mm -hmm. you know, if I can make that happen. And you know what else is really cool is like, I'm sure you guys think about this all the time. Maybe you don't, 
But like you have employed so many people. Like you have provided incomes for people to support their families. Like how cool is that? That out of this like little dream that you guys had, it's like a big dream obviously now, but like you are supporting so many families. That, that honestly has been something when you're exhausted or when, um, you know, you're trying to find a solution for something that's kept us going, just knowing how many people that it's been a blessing for is truly been something that's kept us going for many years. Yeah. During COVID probably we heard more stories than we ever had of, um, Hey, I just want to let you know, my husband got laid off and card my yard sustained us during a layoff. And so, that just resonated with us. You know, when you really sit back and look and think, wow, this business, you know, they're moms just like us and they're able to support their family with a little small business that they've grown into something much bigger than they ever imagined. So that is, that brings us a lot of joy. Okay. Last question on the business piece. I'm just so fascinated by the franchise and I can't even imagine like what an operation (laughs) that is. Like, it seems really hard to me. Um, when someone has a franchise, like, are they printing? Do you guys have like a certain printing company that you're like, this is where you'd go in Raleigh. This is where you would go in Houston. Like where I know you say you give them like a business in a box kind of thing, but I think that that would be overwhelming to think, where am I going to print this stuff? Or do you ship it to them? No, it all comes from us. So we have a warehouse here in Austin and, um, we ship everything out of here Um, We have some awesome warehouse staff that work really, really hard to get it all done. We make ship happen. (laughs) I love it. Okay, y'all, I'm just trying to convince you guys to buy a franchise, apparently. (laughs) I love it. Um, Okay, this has been so great. Um, Let's tie in the end here. Like, how have you kept your friendship center when you've this business development, like, do you guys ever go out to dinner and not talk about business? I always think about that with like people that go into business with their spouses, right? It's like sometimes, you know, I have my own little business and my husband knows everything about it. And when we go to dinner, sometimes I have to try really hard to not talk about my business. Well, our our husbands work full time for card in my yard as well. I don't know if you know that or yes. yes, they both left jobs and are also full-time. So the four of us work (laughs) together a lot. (laughs) We see each other a lot. (laughs) How do you stay married? How do you stay friends? (laughs) Fortunately, we all love it as much as we do. And um, we all love to work too. So it works, but um, no, we never don't talk about card my yard because it's usually <laughs> something fun or exciting or a project that we're working on that we really need that extra time. Our favorite thing that we do, we meet every Monday morning for coffee before the week starts. We drop off kids and all four of us meet and we pray for the week and we pray about the business and we pray for our franchise owners and we talk about personal. Like we don't just talk about card my yeah. yard. We're like, okay, how is your mom? How is, yeah. how are your kids? What do you have going on personally this week? And we do that before we get to the office, before the lists and the sticky notes and everything take over the day. So what a, like, that is beautiful. What a cool way to start the week that like has me in tears almost like I want to start my week like that. (laughs) So that's one of our favorite things to do. And then if, if one of us can't make it, we'll usually call instead on Monday, but we've been consistent for the last year doing that. Are the guys in the office too? 
They are. are. Amy and I share an office. They each have their own offices on the other side. (laughs) Our warehouse kind of splits our offices. So we're not right next door. We used to be, and my husband's office was on the other side of a piece of glass. And so I would knock on the glass. It's like, I'm on the phone. Leave me alone. <laughs> I wish I could give you a tour. I know. We're in the girl wing okay. and they're in the boy wing of the office, which is really funny because it's not that big, but um, we have colorful rugs and we have pictures on our walls and pink chairs, pink chairs and they have I mean, it's kind of brilliant to separate yourselves a little bit, though. My husband's been working from home since the pandemic. I mean, just because nobody's really back in his office yet. And so he's like, why would I go in and be by myself? Um, And I've always been home. And I really kind of got used to like, okay, when kids were napping, my house was like really quiet or like when kids were at preschool and nobody was here. And now I like hear him peeing, hear him on calls, hear him warming up food. Even like, even yep. that I'm like, can you not warm up food right now? My like time, it's- my face. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, we're not hanging out, but we're really never not together. So I love that you have that separation. That's kind of nice. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. It makes it work. Yeah. <laughs> we all take our to work as well. I think that makes it work. Like we're not riding together to work. Oh, really? I listen to my own music and I call my, my people and <laughs> I have some quiet time to and from work. So I think that's key. Yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> I'm so needy. I'd be like, can we ride together? I love that though. Cause that quiet, that 15 minutes of alone time in the car is like, yep. listen, I, husband, I know my husband, Glenn, I know you used to drive a couple blocks around before walking into the house with me and all the children who've been home all day. I know you would drive home 20 minutes and then do an extra couple laps if you were listening to a good podcast or whatever. Right. <laughs> um, okay. Let's wrap up with into podcast questions. This is so fun. Um, the uh, Amy and Jessica are offering listeners. We will all say the discount and everything in the pre-roll of this episode. So I would love for you listeners to check out Card My Yard. I'm going to check them out. I'm really excited about this. I'm, listen, I'm proud of you guys. This is awesome what you have done. This is so Thank cool. You. Thank you so much. Awesome. Uh, we have to wrap up with into podcasts though that I ask people at the end of every episode. What is something professionally or personally you both would like to do that you haven't done yet? So we talked about being moms and, um, my husband and I have never been married without having little kids. We had little kids real quick. And so personally, I, my goal is to travel more with my husband to go do things. Um, as my kids get older, you can do stuff like that. So those are kind of, we, we kind of dream and talk about that. Where's, you know, top three places you want to go, um, without kids. What are your top we go three? A lot of places with kids. Oh, I want to go to Santorini so bad. It's like my number one. To, um, I just see pictures of it. We were talking about that Maldives. Mm-hmm. I would love to go places like far that I haven't been. Um, I'm not well traveled and I would love to just travel more um, and see different things that I haven't seen. Yeah. So mine's also travel. We love to travel and my kids have seen a lot of our pictures and where we've been. And just this week, we were having a conversation about taking our kids to Europe. So that's something that is sort of a goal on the horizon for us to be able to take them and um, just to explore. We love that. 
you know, too, it's like go, taking your kids with. I know some people are super big advocates of like traveling with their kids even when they're young. But I'm like, mm-hmm. man, I am not paying for y'all to come <laughs> to Europe with me if you don't even like know the like how cool it is that you're there. Like, no, you know, you don't even know to like really soak it in. So I'm like when the youngest, your youngest is in second grade, that seems like a great, a great time to yeah. take on that. Yes. Well, and they're learning about Roman history in their school right now. And um, so they have big dreams to see Rome and Israel too, just with what they're studying in school. So (laughs) we may have a trip on the horizon. There's so many cool places in the United States that we haven't seen. So I feel like we should start there with our kids. And if we go further, I'll go by myself. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. And I love that you... You know, you want to go overseas with your kids? You do not. And that is totally cool. We keep on talking about (laughs) wanting to do like an out west trip. And my husband's, our youngest is, he's still three and a half. And we're like, maybe like two more years because you want it to be fun. And I don't care what anybody says. Like, it is hard when your kids are little and they still, you know, like my three-year-old hasn't napped in forever because when it's you have four kids like you don't try to do naps anymore it's just like we just live you know (laughs) yesterday I picked him up from school yeah I picked him up from school and this teacher was like I think he'll nap from you for you today at you know picked him up one I was like you think he'll nap for me today this kid doesn't (laughs) nap are you kidding me but still they get that fussy tired time at like three and we used to say if we could call it something other than nap our kids would do it like if totally. you made it, if you gave it a cooler name, you know, if you could chill or right, something right. like that, I don't know. <laughs> right. And I haven't done this in a while, but I mean, I, I just lived that life where you just did the car nap and I'd just drive around and then sit in my driveway. I mean, that's just, that's right. just how I did it. I think that was baby three. I did that a lot. Um, okay. What's the best, most recent book you've read? So we were, we were just talking about this. I listen to podcasts. I love podcasts. And so a lot of times that's what I do. I love true crime, <laughs> um, which is really funny. Cause that's not my personality at all. Like I'm happy, light, bright, but I'm like secretly listening to my true crime podcast. What's your um, favorite one? Oh, I have a list. I just listened to suspect last week, but cold is good. Um, I don't know. I listen to a lot of the true crime. Um, the current book I'm reading right now, do you know Amy Weatherly? I don't do you think keep I... up with her? She's from Texas. She's a Texas girl, but okay. um, it's about friendship actually. And oh, there's really? a book called I'll Be There With My Sweatpants On. And so it's just, you know, being real in friendships and showing up. So I'm reading that right now currently. Oh my gosh. There With My Sweatpants On? I know. That's yep. amazing. We both bought the book. In true fashion, Amy has read it. I have not. <laughs> I like to buy a lot of books and they sit on my bookshelf. Um, so if I'm being very honest, I don't read a ton. I listen to a lot of audible books because <laughs> I just thing. feel it's, like I live in my car and that's when I get a chance to, to listen. But um, I'm actually reading a book right now with some girls from my kid's school. That's for a Bible study. It's called mama bear apologetics, defending your faith. So that's where I'm in. It's pretty heavy. (laughs) My sister's way into that book. She really, yeah, my sister, she's an author and she's actually, her new book is coming out. It's called reason to return. And it's about returning to the church because so many people have left the church 
And mm-hmm. you might like the book if you're into that kind of stuff. But she's she yeah. has told me about um, this mama bear apologetics quite a bit. Yes, it's great. I'm reading it with some friends from school and um, it's been really good. So do y'all do a book club with it? Like, do you meet? We do. We are. We are meeting on this one because it's it's there's some heavy topics in there that I feel like I need to talk it out and to make sure I really understand what we're reading. <laughs> Cause isn't in that book, isn't she talking a lot about like, um, how to like dissect the Bible with your kids and like really learn and understand it. Am I, I might be talking. Yes, about and it, it's, it's how to teach your kids how to defend their faith and know why we stand for what we stand. Okay. Yeah. I've heard, I've heard really good things about, about that book. Yeah. It's really good. Um, and, and just a note there with my sweatpants on, I just love that so much. The other day I was just like done for the day and I was like, Oh, kind of sulking and grumpy. And I just sat on the floor with my son and I was doing a puzzle with him and I was like in my dumpiest of dumpy sweatpants, like not just like my everyday (laughs) sweatpants, not even my cute jammies. Like, you know, the pair you pull out when you just need to be the most comfortable person on the planet. And my friend, two houses down who she's a new friend. I haven't lived here that long. Um, her kids had been playing with my kids and they were done with dinner and she just showed up to say hi. Like she didn't text me. Like, can I stop by? She literally just walked in my front door and was like, Hey, what's up? And we're both trying to like not drink wine during the week. And so she showed up with like (laughs) water in her wine glass and she had like a cute like Lululemon outfit on. I don't know. She's like, I wasn't even working out. I just wore this to work today. And I'm like, wow, you're really cute for work today. And you're non-working out workout clothes. And I'm just like, I just look a mess. And I felt self-conscious for two seconds be- only because she's a new friend, right? Like those yeah. old friends that you've been with forever, like you wouldn't think twice about it. But I was just, after she left, she left like 40 minutes later. It was just kind of a quick chat while my husband made dinner and her dinner was done. I was like, this is so beautiful that like she just showed up, didn't ask if I had a minute to chat, just showed up with her water and her wine glass. And I was just my dumpiest complete self. And we talked about everything and nothing at all. That is friendship. That's friendship right there. My favorite is drop bys. My love language is drop bys. I love it. I don't like scheduled stuff as much as I do just random drop bys just to pop in and say hi. So it's so good. There's something about somebody being that comfortable and I love it. (laughs) But also like I'm kind of terrified that if I'm like that, I might freak someone out because some people that would freak them out. Like, what do you mean you're here? What are you doing here right now? You know? Those may not be your people. <laughs> I want that over scheduled any day. If you're like, can you meet me for drinks tomorrow at 530? I'm like, uh, maybe. But if you text me at like 525 and you're like, do you want to meet for drinks at 530? I'm like, yes, I do. Right now. Let's go. That's more and those exciting. are the ones that usually work out the best. <laughs> totally. Um, okay. Last question. What is your message to leave with our audience today. I'll let you both have your own answer. Well, we're talking about, you know, parenting and being in the trenches with kids and then also trying to run a business at the, at the same time. And so, um, we talk a lot about just having joy in the journey. Mm -hmm. So that would be my message is, you know, find those little moments and the little victories that you have every day and, 
find find your joy for the day every day because it's easy to get bogged down with minutia and lists and have tos and deadlines, but just find those little moments of joy every day. We talk about joy in our job every day. Um, as a matter of fact, our team meetings, we always kick off with um, what's your joy for the week and talking about the week before. So um, one of our hashtags is choose joy, spread joy. And so um, I think that not only resonates with us in our job, but something that we strive for, you know, as moms, as friends in our families and um, something that we're trying to teach our kids too. So it's just to, to find joy in something every day. And you have a big sign behind you that says choose joy, I think, right? <laughs> I can't see the J, but. Where did that come from? How did I not get there? <laughs> it's a good reminder every day. I love it. Ladies, I know we said 40 minutes, but I just, I had so many questions. So thank you so much. This has been great. Thank, thank you, you so much for having us. This has been a lot of fun. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you, Amy and Jessica, for sharing your story. That was super fun. Don't forget, friends, you can save $5 on your next Card My Yard when you go to cardmyyard.com. Use the code CMY, number five, word Y. CMY, five, W-H-Y for $5 off. Thank you for being here. I hope you're having a great week and we will see you next week on the show. If you want to learn more about this network, go to sandyboyproductions.com. That's our brand new website and you can find this podcast on Instagram. Why is everyone yelling as well as Sandy Boy Productions on Instagram? And personally, I am Lindsay Hines 626 over there. I would love to connect with you. If you enjoy this podcast, please leave us a rating and review on iTunes and a rating on Spotify. That is such a huge way potential new listeners can find us. And it means so much. I go check those ratings and reviews every day, even when new ones don't roll in. So it truly makes my day when I see a new one pop up. Thanks so much. Have a great rest of your day and we will see you next week on Why Is Everyone Yelling?